Divine Truth Assistance Group. These group assistance sessions are about putting principles of divine truth into action. This discussion is part of the 2014 Australia Group 1 series. Cornelius discusses homework on recognizing addictions in relationships, filmed on the 17th of July 2014 in Monterey, New South Wales, Australia. Is it still there? It is still there. Oh, I'm not used to the still stick. <laughs> okay, so we're doing recognizing addictions. We did that the other day with you guys, and I gave you some homework. Do you remember the first question I wrote for you? I'll write it up on the board very quickly. It was to write down every time we feel compelled. Compelled in a frenzy. Oh, you know, you know what they are. We're talking about this section of the diagram, by the way, too. The compulsions when we start to act on them, act on our compulsions. So, what'd you come up with, Deidre? Um, lack of money, like finance. So that triggers you? Yeah, big, big time. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Next, anybody? Yeah, Joy and anybody else on this side? Yes, yeah, I um, can't remember your name. <laughs> yeah, Karen. Um, I focused on the environment here and um, I actually wrote down every interaction I had with another person and realised in every one of those interactions I was feeling a compulsion to try and get Status something met yes. all the time? Yes. Karen? Uh -huh. yep. uh, just whenever there's like an awkward silence, I just felt compelled to speak and say something. Because you feel awkward yeah. inside yourself? Yeah. Uh -huh. Bob? When I don't feel as if I'm in control myself. Uh -huh. So you want to try and claw, claw for something, try yep. and make yourself feel in control again? Yep, yep. Uh -huh. Um, down the back there, Leslie. Um, I recognise that I have compulsions. Oh, in the past, in the past, I've had a lot of compulsions um, around sex, uh -huh. and um, I'm currently experiencing my compulsions around food, especially here. Oh, so you can just identify a few uncomfortable areas where you just got to go and try and get something to make it feel comfortable. Yep. Fab, anybody else over this side too or keep running it around? Matt? I, um, I found that it's all the time nearly. Like every area is like sex, food, people, addiction, needs, wants. And I was just, it was like a... Yeah, your whole life is just built around, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I didn't notice when I'm not actually in addiction. And that's why our lives feel frenetic and frenzied all the time, a lot, yeah. and busy. Yeah. We keep constantly trying to get those addictions met. So we're pretty, we've got that pretty sort of, oh, Matt, I'll just ask you now, then you got the mic, or yours? Oh, yeah. Sort of wanting some kind of sexual interaction. Yeah, same um, as Cecily. Yeah, same as Cecily. And just like... Just like wanting people to pay attention to me and give me time and approval and just 
Yeah, just just like when I'm in an interaction with someone, or there's an opportunity for an interaction with someone, like what's pulling me to do that? So it's a real just clawing, just trying to drag, just trying to get de- desperation almost to get the feeling yeah felt all the time. You can so you guys are pretty good at identifying that. Like you can sort of you can recognise that a little bit more in your life intellectually at the moment more. So you start to see what's going on and. Know that compulsion feeling. It's pretty much like Fab was saying. It's just about with everything. Yeah. So, how about your next question? Did you get to that one? So you got that one pretty fast. Actually, with that first one, it's the easiest one for you guys to see. But it's like the tip of the iceberg. It's the only it's the ten percent you're seeing. So the rest of them you're having the most amount of problems with, and we'll go through those now. So, the second question was, I might just say them. Save me writing them. Write down what you do when, one, you satisfy your addiction. So we're on this side of the diagram, and we're going to get our addiction met. What do we do, Peter? And um, I'm going with names today. Teresa, yeah. Often I feel like I've earned it. Uh I deserve it. Mm -hmm. So like um, things like um, TV or food or something like that, it's like I've worked really hard. So this is like my, I deserve it. This is my pay for what I've just done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, you've given out now. You've got to get something back. Uh-huh. Teresa? Um, I find that it helps me just numb out and not feel anything. Um, for things like um, going on to checking emails or Facebook, it just helps me just... Zone out, basically. So do you get it through an addiction that way? Yeah, so going from Facebook. So it makes you feel, it almost doesn't make you feel anything. Mm. I guess so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Die? Yeah, it helps you avoid the feelings you just don't want to feel. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if I don't get it one way, I'm searching for another way I can get it met and I can feel that this sort of, demanding sort of part of me like wants to really try and push to, to get get it met and then just feel how you know how I keep feeling about that so the how do you okay sorry what was that one again no I guess when when my um addiction doesn't get met in no, the first is, place uh, just when we get it met when it oh when it's met sorry yeah. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought I wasn't quite with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll go to that one next, Barb. So what's the feeling of satisfying the compulsion? I'm not sure if I got this right what either, but one of my first ones was wanting to be heard. So the answer to this question was just to speak louder if I'm not heard. And so what do you feel when that happens? How does it feel? Well, my addiction's being met if I speak louder because usually I'm, I'm then heard. Mm-hmm. So it's still it's not a willingness to feel. I just it's just speaking louder, so I am heard. Yeah, so it's therefore, above everybody else. So therefore, the compulsions. Met. And the good thing about identifying these is we're going to notice that they're all very selfish. So you mm. want to be heard over everybody else. No one else is important. I'm the most important. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dave and over side here. Just keep your hands up so the mic runners can see you where you are. Sometimes it's like the compulsion is just automatic out of fear uh, and, uh, and then I don't feel good afterwards. I just kind of feel like I've, I've satisfied a demand right at that time. 
and ready for the next one to come along sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yep. um, I kind of justify it by saying, oh, well, you know, that frenzied feeling really wasn't nice and now I feel better, so I was right in, in meeting it. Yeah, so I justify the fact that I gave in by saying, well, it wasn't nice what I felt before. So you just keep getting more, wanting more? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Matt and Denise? Yeah, kind of a little bit similar to Joanne. Like I try and uh, like tell myself that it's not so bad mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, not I like like I like I want to because like I don't feel so good about it. Some like sometimes after I get an addiction met, but then I'm like, well, trying to convince myself, well, I didn't involve that many people, or I didn't so trying to justify and minimize it. Yeah, justify and minimize it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Denise? I'll find that I'll feel some sort of happiness. Uh-huh. So falsely. Yep. Uh, die. And anybody else? Uh, down the front here. Go die. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I can feel how I feel like really like powerful and smug and like clever sometimes uh -huh. that I've got what I want, but there's also that yucky feeling of having taken from mm -hmm. somebody else to mm -hmm. get that. Remember, we're quite selfish, so how often do we really feel those feelings? Because we keep going back and getting more, don't we? Yeah. A lot of my addictions confirm for me that I'm a good girl. Mm -hmm. I'm a nice girl. Yep. No matter what I've got to do. <laughs> Al? And Neil just behind you there, Pete. Uh, Paul? A lot of times I just blow it off and say, oh, well, we've all got our vices. We're just part of the human family. So once again, just minimising it. Just minimising it, it, that it feels good in that moment. And mm. Find some excuse. Mm -hmm. It's pretty common, isn't it? Neil, yep. I feel validated. Just hold um, the mic. Oh, up. right, like that. I feel validated and um, significant. And worthy, all that, but yes. it's the wrong way of achieving it. Yeah, oh, well, that's what addictions are a lot are about. Yes. It's just trying to find our worth through them, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, Raj and... Um, oh, man, I'm not good with names today, sorry. <laughs> you know who you are, so put your hand up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Hi, um, Raj. For me, it's uh, very much uh, about being in the material world and the results orientated. Just focused on getting the material things met. And, and continuously being rewarded by having achieved something. It's like an endless train. So you feel addiction is a good thing for you that you keep on getting? Oh, I don't think it's a good thing, but I can't get off the rail. Beg your pardon? You can't, I can't get off the rail. Can't get off the rail, yeah. yeah. Just the compulsion keeps coming and, back around. You need more and more of it. Yeah, and the rewards come up. Oh, good job, well done. That looks and nice. That's what it feels like. And then I'm there's getting another rewarded. One. Yeah, and then yeah. there's another one, and there's another one, mm -hmm. another one. Sheridan, I remember your name now. <laughs> uh, sometimes I felt disappointed in myself but relieved that I'd let myself do it. So there's a, a guilt but I still want more? Yes. Like chocolate? Coffee. Uh, coffee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the emotional addictions too, like the same sort of thing. Yeah. Any more? Yeah, Christiana? 
that I feel right, which can translate to being righteous. Just justified in it. Yeah. Just pass it two rows back there. Yeah. A lot of mine are related to being made to feel special. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these, isn't there? There's like Fab was saying, there's so many, so many things you can like we're compulsed to do just to try and get our good feelings met. So we don't want to feel the bad ones. The trouble is when we're trying to get them met, like a lot of us were just noticing then, and we're just so focused on straight ahead of gotta get that feeling met, gotta get that feeling met. And I don't care how, I don't care why, I just gotta get it met. And we never look at what's happening around and how we're getting it met and we never actually look in the rearview mirror and look back and see the damage we've done. We don't want it. We're not clocking it. A lot of you guys I can notice too, not clocking the feeling of it. You can say, you can say the words, but it's just, there's not, not a feeling that you, you're actually feeling the, the hurt, in, like the sin in, in the addiction, the damage it's causing yourself and others. And you need to get to that point. You're going to need to get to that point. No, yeah, I want to keep getting my addictions met, but I don't care. It's that feeling, I don't care. And that's the one that's damaging the most. You need to start caring. Unfortunately, when you want your addictions, love is the last thing you're thinking about. You need to have that as a first one. Try and put the addiction aside, the compulsion aside, and feel about love. So we'll get on to question number two in that section. When the compulsion is not satisfied, what's it like? Fab? Fab? And Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, desireless, like I feel like I, I've got no desire for weeks. You know, like my passion for life just dis- disappears. I guess a numb, I could probably say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Paul? Um, sort of unaware what's going on and a, and a fear and a panic and a terror, like um, not mm-hmm. knowing why I feel this, but, uh, but yeah. And joy and... Yeah. <laughs> Deidre. So go, Joy. Yeah, it's the first time I've really felt how I feel in that situation and I was just um, um, desperate, um, terror of not knowing what to do. Um, all I wanted to do was escape and I realised that's the feeling that I don't want to feel and that's what drives the whole cycle because I don't want to go there. To go back and find another addiction because that gets you out of that terrible feeling? That's the temptation, yeah. But Mm -hmm. thanks for the exercise because I actually answered one of them differently and and actually looked at what I did in every interaction and observed how I interacted with men and how I interacted with women and what I was trying to get out of them. And it's the first time I've really seen... um, Because I've never ever thought before of the damage that I'm doing to somebody else. Um, to make myself feel more superior and, mm. and to make me feel good. Um, so, yeah, mm. thank you. Cool. Um, yeah, Deidre and yourself up the back. What's your name? You can tell me when the mic comes on so I remember it if I can. I get angry. <laughs> angry? Yeah. Yep. That's a common reaction. Yep. Uh, and yourself, yeah. And um, Dave? Yeah, my name's Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Thanks. And um, that's okay. Um, sometimes it depends on what the addiction was, but sometimes I actually feel relieved, like something saved me from myself. When it's not getting met? When it's not getting met. Oh, I don't agree with that one. Oh, 
Well, and other times I think, oh, well, I didn't deserve it anyway, kind of thing. Trying to deny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I, I when I feel it, I also feel guilty. That's more like it now. It's yeah, like... yeah. So it's yeah, those guilt-based things. Yeah. No, I don't agree with that one either. You don't often feel okay. guilty at all. All right. Yeah. I have to look at that one again a bit more, more honestly. I feel. Okay, thank you. Yeah, who did I go to over here? Oh, sorry, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, how's it going? Um, I generally notice that I feel quite confused in the interaction, and then I'll just, and then afterwards I'd feel like kind of like sort of either like hurt or attacked, or maybe like a bit rejected. Mm, so like, but generally some... it's the confusion at first. I'm like, what, what's what's going on there? Something doesn't doesn't seem right, yeah, just because it's, little... it's so automatic, I guess. Normally, mm. Mm. there's a little battle going on. Like something's not right. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Just yeah, like I said, like just because it's so normal the interaction, just expect that sort of response whenever just engaging with somebody. Sort of in, um, and then it's just like I feel something go out and just coming straight back at me, like it's my own feeling coming back up. I'm just like, what? <laughs> so like indignant, like come on, like what's going on? Well, meet yeah, it. I'm just I'm a bit dumbfounded at what's going on. Like that's just so unusual for me, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Who else have we got? Um, Helga? And who have we had over here? It's two rows back to you. Depending on the situation, I feel irritated, unhappy, edgy, antsy, angry, treated unfairly, and very restless most of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, always happily, totally oblivious to the sin committed by blaming everyone and anything else but myself. Yep, I'd agree with the first half of that. And the second half, I don't think so. I don't feel many people get to that as well, that they don't feel um, that you feel like you're committed to sin because we're often straight back into the same thing again. We don't often want to see that part of it. We just want to have the addiction met again. Yeah. Well, I said I'm totally oblivious. What was the last thing you said, though? I said totally oblivious to the sin committed. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. I thought there was one word in there you said and I didn't think that matched somewhere. Doesn't matter. We'll keep moving on. Um, Dave. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, I suppress heaps and heaps and heaps, and when I do actually notice that it's coming through, like mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of need to do this, and it doesn't get met, I just feel a build-up of really negative energy, and then I just go straight into projecting, or some rage might come out. I've tried last night just to walk out and um, go up the road and feel some stuff and um, yeah so mm-hmm. it's a common reaction <laughs> yeah. uh, we're up to Mel and inside Bob Mel um, I feel anger but it's more of a rage but it's real justified rage it's mm-hmm. um, it's often yeah. a common feeling too, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more than irritated. It's just like from zero to 100, like this is mm. not my fault. Like, um, yeah, blame, blame, blame. Yeah, a total blame, but not only blame, attack. Mm. To try yeah. and get it back, clawing desperately. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, to get it back. But also, well, yeah, this is probably a bit beyond, which I'm not doing, the fear, avoiding the fear. Mm. But, yeah, to get it back, claw it back. Yeah. Barb? Um, when mine's not met in that moment, I, the initial thing is I get more forceful. To keep, 
until it's met. Yeah, and not trying sneaky ways and trying to try um, a different tact. You name it, man. Manipulating, coercion. I'm an expert. Yeah, it's not good. It's No, it's not now. It feels like you've got some pride in that. Up till, yes, yes, definitely. Mm. Um, I get my own way in the end by all of the little tactics that I've learnt to use and mm. they're very unloving and inconsiderate to everybody else. No, I think you think they're pretty good. I think yeah, you've got I a skill. S- I still do because I haven't yeah. really felt them. Yeah. yeah. That's yes. why we try and tell ourselves, honestly, that we feel like we're, we think things, we've identified it, we feel it's bad and stuff like that, but well, honestly, we really want it. We're not, not telling ourselves the truth about that. Yes. We become quite skillful at getting what we want and manipulating people, hurting people to get what we want. And we find ways, we know ways. We even manipulate their own emotions. We know their weak spots, their, their spots that we can actually manipulate so nicely that we'll get what we want. Yeah, so at least I've identified it and, you know, it's up to me to feel about the, um, the grief behind me doing all of that. And why you're doing it and for. And why I'm doing you know, it, And why you yeah. want to continue doing it, though, yeah. too. And I still do continue it every yeah. minute. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Corny. All right. Any more? Haven't we had uh, Celia? Oh, Cecilia? I'm not sure which one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Cecilia. So, thanks. Um, when my addiction is not getting mad, usually I feel very angry, restless, mm-hmm. and uh, super uncomfortable until I get mad. Yeah, it feels but like I, that, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> and also I notice myself sometimes I go into self-punishment, like I blame myself. To try and, yeah. Yeah. yeah that happens so. quite often too. Yeah. Well, a lot of the times, actually, no, that's not true. A lot of times, you end up blaming the other person. Oh, so often we don't want to blame ourselves. Yeah, we get quite grumpy at them. Yeah. 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 Other one. And Denise. Enraged, and even if I feel some of it, I don't get to all of it, and then I feel, but I'm still right. Yeah, I feel quite justified and, in it. And then I cry about how terrible it is that I'm still right and no one's recognised it. I reckon you're crying because you haven't got it met. Yeah, maybe that's... Yeah, so yeah. we've got to be honest. Like we're, yeah. we're, we're awesome at bullshitting ourselves. We've become, like we're saying, we've become experts at doing manipulating people. We've really become like we've perfected at just bullshitting ourselves not telling ourselves the truth of what we're really doing. And that what we're really doing is really harming persons. We try and tell ourselves, oh, it's okay, it just doesn't really matter. Everybody's in addictions and he's getting something out of it, I'm getting something out of it. We try and just play it off as something nice and fluffy. We just haven't come to the point yet that it's actually so damaging, incredibly damaging. We all complain about the world, the condition it's in, but we're creating it. We don't see it. We're just not clocking it, that we're creating it. Yet we want to complain about it. Yet we want to stay in our addictions. We want them so bad. You've got to come to that realisation. We want them. We don't want to see the damage it's doing. We don't get to these, oh, it feels sleazy, it feels horrible. We're not even there. It's just words. We want them. And at least come to the truth. Nothing's going to change unless you come to your own personal truth. got to start to get to that point. Know how much you want your addiction. It's the only way you're ever going to get out of it is recognising how much you want it. It'll help you with the feeling that's creating it. So start getting honest, really honest. 
we'll go to question number three, uh, which was, what is frustrating about my relationship with God? Vanessa? And Di, did you have your hand up? Yeah. He just won't give me what I want. Exactly. You're like, I've got all these compulsions and addictions and he just won't meet any of them. Yep. God doesn't do that. That's why it's frustrating. (laughs) Uh, Who do we have? Di, yep. Yeah, I was going to say something. I just can't get what I want from God. I can't get love from God when I want it. Just Uh nothing, no answer at all. Really gives me the shits. Frustrating. Absolutely. Yep. This side, Joy, and another one, Pete, behind you there. And... Yeah, very similar. Um, God's not there for me and God doesn't hear me. And I make that mean that um, God doesn't care about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, true. Well, it's not true, but that's where we go. Yep. <laughs> um, I feel dece- deceived, lied to and sort of taken from me. God's been taken from me. And another big one for me is, like, I feel God should protect me and look after me. Yeah, so putting a lot of heat on God, aren't we? Like, <laughs> like look after me all the time. Yeah, I don't want to do anything but look and, after and me. Especially, like, if I'm a good guy, a good guy, a good yeah, boy, then just God's just automatically going to just look after me too. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, Therese and Diane then, and then where we go to from here? Felix and um, um, Rachel. <laughs> I'm getting good names. Okay, who do I say now? <laughs> Therese, all right, yep. Um, he won't answer me, so I'm frustrated mm-hmm. about that. And I can't see him, so I don't know if he's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, hope he does. And he's made it really hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not getting the pat on I'm the back. I'm not agreeing, just saying yes, yes, yeah. I'm listening to your yeah. answers. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm not getting the pat on the back that I want. Mm-hmm. And who do we have over here? Uh, yeah, Felix. Um, oh, just seems kind of uh, uh, pointless to in, even engage relation with God. Like I try a bit, and then it's like, oh, it's like seems something too far off in the future. If it if it's even possible. So there's nothing tangible you can feel yeah. the relationship yeah. or response with. You feel yeah or something. Yeah, seems very like to me. It feels one way, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, pointless. Uh-huh. Even, yeah. And we have one more over here somewhere. If Dane. God won't take my pain away. Mm-hmm. That's a big one, isn't it? I feel frustrated about that. Yep. And just back to Helga. Rachel? Yeah, mine's similar to that, that I have to do all this work just to be happy, you know, just to feel genuinely happy. So it's a chore? Yeah, it? and it's somebody else, you know, immediately it's somebody else put this in me. Then I recognise I created a lot of it, but yeah, that it's hard work. Just want God to give it to me, basically, yeah. and it's not happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, up the back there to Wayne. Helga, yep. Yes. That I don't really have one, but I think I do. Oh, what's that? A relationship with oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that I do really not believe it's possible uh-huh. to have one. Mm-hmm. Those are all common feelings. Wayne, yeah? Yeah, nothing. I haven't really tried. Beg your pardon? Nothing frustrates me because I haven't really tried. What's well, one point, isn't it? Yeah. And Sheridan? Uh, mine's similar, I think. 
uh, that I just don't want one with God, like regardless of what I've heard, I don't want a relationship with God and I find that really frustrating from what I've heard. So God's like all my other relationships, is that what you're saying? Um, and they're all hurtful, painful? Yeah, like, I, yeah, just it seems like there's so many wonderful things or oh. there's so much potential there and I just go, no, 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 I don't want it. Like, so you don't want I to get, be happy? No, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I think because I don't mm. believe it's possible yeah. to be happy. So there's so. no faith? No faith. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. So I'll just wind it up with this question too. There's lots of, um, what's a feeling? Basically, what we're saying is we want God to meet my addictions. I want God to come to me. I don't want to put any effort in. I want God to come and fix everything for me. I don't want to see the system that God's already created for me to help me decide to want to fix myself or engage in it myself. I don't want to see any of my pain. I just trust so instinctively in this addiction system that I even want God to come and come over to my side and the addiction system. I don't want to step over to God's side. There's no, There's no... Desire. I'm not using my will in that way. I'm using. I'm telling God to come to me and come and fix me up. Come and make me feel happy. It's just the same cycle. Trying to try and involve God in it, and God's not going to take any part in that. But we we still want that from God, and we get frustrated with God. The trouble is with well, not trouble. The beauty of it with God is it's a feeling relationship. It's a heart relationship, and that's what love is. Love, you can't think love, you can't measure love like with a gauge or we can't weigh it, it's a feeling. And so you're gonna, this system's going to prevent you from feeling, it's going to stop your feeling, shuts down all your feelings. So you can't ever connect with God. So that's why it's so frustrating. You're trying to connect with God when you don't want to open up your own feelings, don't want to know yourself. That's why it's going to be constantly frustrating until something changes in yourself. And you're in charge of that, not God. So it's just something to ponder for you guys, for everybody, me, everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, just basically wanting God to do it for us, wanting God to do all the work. We've got to start using our will in the direction that's going to actually have us do the work, and us create the change and meet God. I might wind up there and get on to, do you want to have any... Say any of those, a few of those questions or anything? No? Okay. We'll wind up and we'll get on to the personal truth sessions. Thanks a lot for your input on your homework there too. And, and thanks. Bye.